Chad and Jay Mansbridge here, lead pastors of Bayside Church International, based here on the south coast of South Australia. Our great passion as a church is to help people to know Jesus and to demonstrate His love, truth and life in everything that we do. We hope you enjoy today's message. It's going to be a good morning this morning. Are you ready? The words coming out in the pre-service prayer were that it was going to be a morning of celebration, a morning of life. So that's exactly what I'm excited for. Who wants new life? Who wants some new growth? (laughs) I've got plants in my house. Somehow over the last couple of years, I've been encouraged to grow some and I love seeing the new leaves. I see Alex. Yeah, I wonder who by. You see there's some plants coming out in the foyer now as well. It's a thing. It's beautiful. But I love seeing the new growth. I get excited. I haven't killed it this month. (laughs) And then they start to die and I'm like, no, I can save you. It's a mission. Um, So I'm really believing for some new growth today, some new leaves to just pop forth. But, um, you know, as Chad was preaching last week, I was really stirred to think about the characters that we read about in Scripture. It's something that for the last few months has been really stirring within my heart. And if you were at Connect Group a few weeks ago, something I shared a little bit on, I can see a few women who were there. It's good to see you. And for you who are at home, hi, we love you. We can't wait to have you back in the building. Um, But as Chad was sharing that and and as I've been thinking over these characters within Scripture, I get really encouraged because I look at each and every one of us and we are all so very different. Isn't that true? Even the different members of your family, whilst they may have some similarities to you, they're so different. And I just love seeing that. And I love thinking about the fact that each and every person is created in the very image, in the very likeness of God, yet we all look so different. Is it possible that from the first person created back Adam and Eve to the last person that is ever created on earth, that all of us get to show a different aspect of God because of his greatness, of his magnitude? I think this is a really important way to see humankind and people around us because then we can value who they are and we can see that not everything just within me is who God is. God is so much greater than the expression of my life. God is so much greater than the expression of life within this room and God is so much greater than even the expression of life within our nation. The greatness of God is huge and we have to always be reminded of the greatness of who he is because it makes us appreciate that we are just a small portion of the plan and that our worship, yes, while it contributes, it's only a part of the big picture. But you know what? You're an important part of the big picture. And when I read about the different characters within Scripture, I get excited because we see male and female. We see young and old, don't we? And everything in between. We see rich and we see poor. Again, and everything in between. And we see all nationalities. Everybody is represented in some way. Some people, we get to see the full story of their life. And other people, we just get a glimpse. And that is the same for you and me. Some of us will have a massive impact. 
And some of us will have what feels like a very small impact, but in the eyes of God, it's a piece of the puzzle. And if you don't fulfill what God has for you, then that piece of the puzzle never got completed. You are important. And if I want to bring anything out this morning, that is one of the main characteristics that I want you to feel and understand and know and have confidence and feel powerful in is that you are an important piece of the puzzle of the life that God has created here on earth. And it is good. So I want to bring this morning a foundational message to what is going to be our next series. We're going to call the next series, yep, I'm announcing it, Chad. Heroes come in all shapes and sizes. Who likes that? Awesome. I'm just going to make out I created the, the title and just run with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally is. Well, you know me, and you know, I'm going to preach completely out of the scriptures today, but I always like to bring an illustration with me. And so I've got an illustration this morning that I think you're going to be able to relate to. But just in case you can't, I want you all to pray over me right now. We're going to just open in prayer, and hopefully God will bring you revelation of what is revealing to me. Should we do that? All right, you reach out to me and pray for me, and then I'll pray for you. I receive. (laughs) Father, I thank you this morning that you are in the house, that your presence reigns supreme. And Father, we want to, in every moment, lift your name high. We want to worship you. We want to praise you. And we want to have an understanding of what you have for us so that we can walk hand in hand on this journey with you every single day. Father, open our hearts, open our ears, open our minds to a fresh understanding of you this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Chad, can I please have my prop? No one knows what this is, do they? Never seen it? Geordie, you know what this is. You've got one of these, don't you? I want to open this morning in Ephesians. Can we do that together? Over the next week, I want you to read Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 2 before the series starts next week. Can you do that? It's two chapters. If you get really excited, I want you to read all six chapters. Yeah. Chad says read six. I say read two. He says read six. We'll see who wins. 25 minutes for six? Ooh, probably take me a bit longer. That's all right. Wow. Ephesians 1, I want to read this morning from the Passion Translation just because it flows easily and I think you're going to enjoy it. My name is Paul and I was chosen by God to be an apostle of Jesus, the Messiah. What a beautiful way to start a letter. What confidence this man has. I am. I am chosen by. And this is the plan that God has for my life. I want to start and stop right here just for a few minutes because I think this is one of the greatest things that we can establish within our own lives is this confidence to be able to say, I am. Put your name in. I am chosen by. 
And this is what God has for my life. And this is something of what I want to um, talk about this morning and something that I want to express is the fact that God has created us in his very likeness, in his very image, and each and every one of us he has packaged with purpose. And that's why I bring Lego this morning. Now, how many people say it differently? Lego, 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 Lego. I knew just by saying it this morning that I was going to cause controversy. Yes! <laughs> Who has purchased one of these products before? Yeah, almost everyone's got their hand up. Who has owned one of these products before? Most of us have owned one of these products. <laughs> Who has gone into the shops, not planned to buy Lego, but then seen the picture on the front and been inspired? Hey, I would like what is in that box. <laughs> Who has taken it home, put it out on the table and realised, wow, I've got a little bit of a job ahead of me. It might have looked cool on the front of the box, but now I've got some work to do, or more likely in my case, my children pour all the pieces out and then go, Mum, help. And I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Lego is packaged with purpose. You often don't go into a shop and there's just random bricks laying everywhere and some manuals and get inspired to buy it, do we? No, we see the complete product, and in fact, the product complete with some extra illustrations, just to make it come a bit more alive, and we don't even think about the fact that it's not put together in the box. For those of us a little bit older, you might have gone into Ikea and made this same mistake. <laughs> Some are laughing because, like me, it may have caused some marriage difficulties in the past. My purchases at Ikea. Anyway, we won't go there. But I purchased this particular box a couple of years ago because I saw the picture on the outside and I thought, that looks fun, I will give it to somebody. But as the years have gone by, I've never been able to actually give it to somebody because it looked too fun. And so I needed a reason to do it myself, and this week has proved an absolute perfect reason for me to do this, to create this. But you'll be pleased to know that I didn't include Zoe. But you know, each and every one of us was packaged by God. He sees the complete picture. He put all the bricks within our life that we need for the plans and purposes that he has for us to fulfill, and he's provided us with a manual. And the manual is the scriptures. We are all planned with purpose. Some boxes have lots of pieces when it comes to Lego and some have only a few. Some are made for older individuals, like my dad. My dad loves Lego. And some are created for young children. And each has its own purpose. And they are all valuable. True? Exactly the same is true for us. We need to come to a confidence and understanding that we are all created different for very different purposes. However, in the eyes of God, you are created perfectly for the plans that he has. 
He has stamped a picture on the front of your life. He sees it and he is delighted with it. And whether you are this big or whether your package has thousands of pieces, it doesn't matter in the eyes of God. It is who he created you to be. And the most important thing we can do is accept and grow in confidence and acceptance of who he's created us to be. This week, I want you to write out these words. My name is fill in the blanks. I was chosen by God to fill in the blanks. Creatively, colourfully soar into the heavenlies and release the freedom that God has for his people. That might be something I might write. But I don't know, as I was thinking through it, I'm like, I think I could actually write a few lines and be encouraged and inspired by my life. Because you know we're meant to be encouraged and inspired by our lives? Like it's meant to be a joy. Let's keep reading through the scriptures. In Ephesians 1 verse 2, it says this, I'm writing this letter to all the devoted believers who have been made holy by being one with Jesus, the anointed one. May God himself, the heavenly father of our Lord Jesus Christ, release grace over you and impact total well-being into your lives. How do you get total well-being? It says it here in scripture. Some of you might need to go back over this. Total well-being in my life. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped in Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. And he chose us to be his very own. He chose us to be his... He chose us to be his... Even before he laid the foundation of the universe, because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. I'm really going to help you to remember this point this morning, but that symbol, do we recognize that symbol anywhere that we go? The red and the yellow and the white, that Lego symbol, it's also branded on every single brick. Lego has branded their company well. Did you know that each and every one of us is branded by the very hand of God? Who's got a belly button? (laughs) Who was knitted together in their mother's womb? Branded. Loved by God. There is not a person on this planet who doesn't have some kind of a belly button. They don't all look the same. All of us, no matter whether you know God or don't know God, whether you believe in him, whether you don't believe in him, you are chosen by God. He stamped a picture on your life of this is what I want you to look like. I am pleased with you. I have made you beautiful. And you are mine. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. You are branded by God. You know, Lego, many companies have come and tried to take their place but they have stood their ground. This is our ground. This is our territory. We are remaining. And they've been around for over 60 years. God has been around a lot longer than that. He has established his ground. He has established his people. You are created well. You are loved. And if you don't know that, 
go back into Ephesians 1 this week and allow those words to flood your mind. Remember what Chad said last week? The giant may come and shout words that aren't the truth, but we need to be able to hear the voice of God and hear the truth. So flood your life with truth. If this is truth that you don't understand yet, that's not a foundation within your life, then go back and soak in it over and over and over again. This is quality tested. We are quality tested. In verse 5, we read this. Sorry, I've got hair going everywhere at the moment. For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children through our union with Jesus, the anointed one, so that his tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace. For the same love he has for his beloved one, Jesus, he has for us. He has the same love for us that he has for his son, Jesus. And this unfolding plan brings him great pleasure. Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood, the total cancellation of our sins, all because of the cascading riches of his grace. Don't you love this language? This superabundant grace is already powerfully working in us, releasing within us all forms of practical wisdom and practical understanding. You see, this verse is not for one or two people. Practical wisdom, practical understanding... This isn't just for the smart among us. It's not just for those who are established within the box that has 2,000 pieces and has to be put together. Now, for some people, their lives may be more complex and they may need a greater deal of understanding and wisdom from God. I dare say the Prime Minister of our country does right now. He needs a little bit more wisdom and understanding than I do. But the, the availability of wisdom and um, understanding for our lives is there. There is nobody who can't access God in the areas that they need him. Jesus is the key to heaven. This is undeniable. Whilst we are all um, branded, <laughs> you're never going to look at your belly buttons the same again, are you? <laughs> Every time you look at them, I want you to remember, loved by God. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't look at mine very often, so anyway. We're all loved by God, but in order to be able to access the spiritual realms of heaven, then we need to actually take a hold of the key. We all know that to get in the front door of our houses, for most of us, you need to have the key. Otherwise, you're breaking down the front door. Well, the only way to access the kingdom realm of heaven is my mic all right? Yep, okay, feels a bit echoey up here. The only way to access the kingdom realm of heaven is to have the key, and Jesus is the key. Within our box, and I did actually uh, create this roller coaster, but I haven't brought it in because I found a better way to reveal it to you. Within each box, there is a manual. Have you read the manual? Do you read the manual for your life? Because I tell you what, it's very hard to create these boxes without the manual. When it comes to Lego boxes, that's all you need. But when it comes to knowing God, when it comes to establishing and building your life, 
Yes, we have the manual and that is where we get to learn more about the person of Jesus. But we also need the key and the key is Jesus and the key is coming to a relationship with him and knowing him. We read the scriptures hand in hand with the Holy Spirit and unveiled within is this picture of the character of who God's created us to be. I hope that this is an area that you can just continue to grow in confidence in. God has created you. He has branded you. He has given you value. I mean, the, <clears throat> the name Lego has value, doesn't it? You pay a big price for it. Who pays too much for Lego? We all pay too much for it. But more than that, God paid too much for us. The value on our life is the price of the person of Jesus. And he paid that for all of us. And we can either accept that or we can leave it. God's really generous in that way. He didn't force us to accept the person of Jesus, but he did offer it so that we can have lives which we live here on earth, but also established and to be able to take from heaven what we need for here on earth. I hope this is making sense a little bit. Can we play that video, Jono? I did create this product during this week. And, um, and some of you will be, we'll have the video ready, don't play it just yet. Some of you will be pleased or scared to know that whilst I was creating it with Zoe, I tore the manual in half. Because I wanted her to be able to create some of it, and I wanted to work on the other half. But this got me thinking, you know, when it comes to the scriptures, if we treasure the scriptures so much that they sit beside our bedside table and the pages never get ruffled because we treasure it so much, it holds very little value. It might look good, but it actually can't apply to our lives. Tearing that manual in half meant that Zoe and I could sit side by side and work on things. She could work on what she called the Zoe part. She's four, for those of you who don't know Zoe. And I could work on the harder bits. And I could look over her shoulder every now and then and see areas where she wasn't doing so well or where she was doing really well. Sometimes we're going to have to really ruffle the pages of our scriptures. We're going to have to get that highlighter pen out. We're going to have to tag the corners because God is wanting you to ruffle the pages of the scriptures, ruffle the pages of the manual, share it around and start to get dirty. <laughs> Not really. But start to get things messy. Like, you guys are too quiet. <laughs> Get messy in order to create this beautiful construction that God had us creating in the last few days. We had to make things a bit messy. There were torn packages and there, were, there was Lego bits out and about and, and we tried to have them organised, but this is me creating it. So, you know, my organised is four different bowls and things were torn apart. And I kind of get the feeling that we need to ruffle things up a bit in the spirit. We need to just take some risks, take some chances, tear things up that have been holding us back and, and open our lives up to the full expression of God. Come on, I'm getting a little bit stirred right now. This wasn't in my message, but I just get the sense that, you know, we've just sat in boxes and whilst I've got a Lego box, it was never meant to stay in here. 
We've become too like, this is what society says. This is who we've got to be. You can't dance. You can't lift your hands. You can't sing. Why can't you? We were created to do those things. It's time that we actually got back to the scriptures. I was going to grab my Bible then and just eat it and actually respond accordingly. We're created to be so much more than what we're currently living in. We are. We're created to run faster. We're created to jump higher. We're created to like jump off of the edge and fly and soar. I don't suggest you really do that, but metaphorically, there is a greatness within it that I just get the sense that God is wanting us to build up in confidence. There is a fun life. There is a celebration. There is a life that's got to be lived, but it's up to us to break out to just be okay with who God created us as and to stop trying to nick the Lego bricks from someone else's life and apply them to yours and think that it's going to make you a better person. It won't. It'll just be like David's armour. It'll get in the way. I'm going to show you what I created this week. I was so excited when I found that video last night. I'm like, cool, this is going to make playing with it so much more fun. <laughs> but brought out some um, really important features then. Uh, did you notice in the little Ferris wheel thing, spinny thing, that only certain characters could fit in the different carriages? You'll notice the little bumper cars. Zoe and I actually started this on Tuesday and we'd completed the bump- one of the bumper cars and we'd completed the roller coaster. And so in my haste, I put the bumper car on the roller coaster and was so frustrated that it didn't work. I'm like, you know, I know Lego doesn't work that prop, you know, doesn't work that well, but this is really not functioning. I'm not cool with this. Only to then have a look at the instructions and see I had the wrong car on the tracks. You see, I wonder how often in life we get ahead of ourselves and we think, God, we're ready. And we jump on that roller coaster only to go the wheels don't fit. And we're not moving anywhere and this just feels wrong. You know, I want to really encourage you today that the journey of life is a long one. And we are called to be characters on this journey and to faithfully be the characters that God's created us to be. I think quite often within the church setting we talk about our calling and whilst that's a good thing, Um, sometimes I don't know when that starts and when that ends and and when I'm on it and when I've peaked and when I've like, I just don't know. But what I do know is that I can always be faithful to the character that God has created me to be. I can be faithful in the supermarket. I can be faithful while I'm dropping my kids at school and I can be faithful right here on the stage. And at all times, I am created by God. I am stamped with his approval. I am valuable enough that he would let me access the throne rooms of heaven and bring tools into my life. I can use that at any moment of my day because I am his. And I really want us to get stirred over the next few weeks to glean off the different characters in the scriptures, to be encouraged by their lives and to take from them what we need to see who God's created us to be and to be okay with it whilst looking at the different personalities. Let's go from verse 9. Have you still got it up there? 
And through the revelation of the anointed one, he unveiled his secret desires to us. The hidden mystery of his long-range plan, which he was delighted to implement from the very beginning of time. And because of God's unfailing purpose, this detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time until the fulfillment of all the ages finally reaches its climax, when God makes all things new in all of heaven and earth through Jesus Christ. Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were ever born, he gave us our destiny, that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan that is in his heart. It is good news. The Lego motto, motto is only the best is good enough. What is God's motto? What does he speak over you? We are all precious and our value doesn't come through what we do, but it comes because we are children of the king. You need to hear that. There is a price, there is a value on every one of our lives because we are children of the king. And the thing that we always need to remember is that that same price applies to the person sitting next to you and the one that you think about not very often because you don't like them that much. You see how differently do we think about people when we remember that the value placed on their life is just as important as the one placed on ours. I mean, how differently do we treat people when we understand that they are valuable that they are stamped by God and that they have a plan and a purpose and what if we can access kingdom for wisdom and supernatural um, actions for how to just love those people how to love the ones that we like the ones that we don't like you know what a difference this world would be if more often we just trusted God and reached into this the heavenlies you see, one thing that comes with each of our individual personalities is that when I go into the heavenlies and access that which I need here from earth, it is going to look different for me than it will for you. See, I might go and I might have words and songs and pictures and imaginations, pretty much because that's what I do. But for you, you may go and you might get strategic plans or, or you might have an understanding of the best area to buy a house or you might have supernatural links to get great finance and great wealth. You see, as we look at the different individuals, they will also be able to access different things in heaven and we've got to stop, I guess, making heaven kind of so out there that we can't touch it and we can't grab a hold of things. No, it is practical. There is practicalities that we can take a hold of in heaven. There are supernatural practicalities that we can use in our everyday life and God wants to release them to you, but we've got to have an expectation that they're available to us. I'm going to leave you to read the rest of Ephesians. But one of the things that he does, actually I'm going to read you this little bit. Paul prays for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And he says this over people in verse 15. Because of this, since I first heard about your strong faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your tender love towards all his devoted ones, my heart is always full and overflowing with thanks to God for you as I constantly remember you in my prayers. 
I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to you through your deepening intimacy with him. One of the best things that we can do for each other or for those who are around us is just speak truth over their lives. And you can do that in this place. You can do it at the supermarket. You can just speak words of truth over a cashier. You can speak words of truth over a friend's. And you know, the best probably tool that we can ever learn to do is to develop a language that's not so Christianese that they don't understand it, but it is so wise that they can, they can fully understand it. And they can see that you see a picture of them that doesn't match what they see, but actually reveals the picture that God created them to be. This is one of the greatest spiritual realities that we can have is to look into heaven and see who God's created people to be, to see stamped on them the person that God has designed instead of who they feel like they are, because feelings lie. And one of the things I want us to do today is I really want us to walk out of here with a confidence and security and with that a powerful nature, understanding who we are created to be. Not stepping back because we've got the manual, we can see, we can read about it, we've got the Spirit of God, He interacts with the manual and there's a great stirring within us. We understand who we are and I want you to have a great confidence in that. But I want you to be confident, no matter who you are, to speak it over other people in your language. God gave you your language. It doesn't have to be supernatural. Uh, It doesn't need to be supernatural, but it doesn't need to be hooky spooky. Hooky spooky. It's a new word. In Ephesians 2 verse 10, and I'll finish on this, which really means you've still got half an hour, but anyway. (laughs) We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the work and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Who did write that? See, the, the book of Ephesians was written by a man who once upon a time passionately killed Christians. He was passionately against them. God came, revealed himself to him, and then Paul ran in the other direction and passionately pursued the promises of God. Did he change character? No, he just changed pursuit. He was always a man that was alive and running passionately in the plans that he felt were for him. Uh, And this is the same with us. You know, whether you are a quiet person who, I don't know, I see kind of Adam a bit more mellow in the garden. I'll just name a few animals. I'll sit down, I'll have a drink, work the garden. I don't know, maybe I'm thinking too little of him. The cool thing about the scriptures is you'll see both. It's It's not Paul running fast after the pursuits of God that makes him, you know, one of God's favourites, because I really think he is one of God's favourites, is that he was responding to the character that God created him to be, and he was holding the hand of God and running in those things. And that's all God requires us to do. 
And as you do, look back over the scriptures and see the different personalities, see what you can glean. You know, one of my favorites is the person of Joseph. And what I love about Joseph is it, it starts off colorful and creative and he's dreaming and imagining. I relate to that. But then I see throughout his life, despite the circumstances, he remains consistent. He has a consistent character. We see that through the different stories. And then at the end of the day, he leads a nation with a strategic plan. I get excited by that because I don't often look at creatives and go, you're strategic, but I should because that's who God's created them to be. I look at someone like Deborah and there she is, she's sitting down, she's prophesying and the man challenges her, you know, come to war with us. And she goes, yep, I'm going. That's awesome. That's another aspect of God. There's a person like Ruth, read about her in the scriptures. What can you see coming out of her life? What can you see in the person of Peter? One day he's timid and like, I will not relate to Jesus. I don't, I don't know him. He's scared. And then not long afterwards, he's proclaiming the gospel passionately. Thousands are coming and getting saved. Thousands? I don't want to exaggerate now. <laughs> That'll do. Let this be a foundation for the coming weeks. You are chosen by God. Your Father in heaven has branded you with his love. You are valuable because of the price Jesus paid to give you access to the kingdom of heaven. You have access always to heaven, all of us. Those around you hold the same value that you do. Glean from the different characters and be inspired. And God desires us to be confident in our character and to walk through this life hand in hand with him. I love that this image that you've just seen is a roller coaster. And I just think that's actually a perfect image for this moment. Who feels like they're in a carriage strapped in and just going for the ride of their life, but they don't know where it's going to take them? There's a bit of screaming going on. <laughs> for some people more than others. But then you end up back in the same place. And we can look at fear like that. We can look at it and go, ah, oh, I'm strapped in. There's nowhere to go. I'm gone. You know, I'm doing the loopy loop again. Or, like God said to us back at the start of the year, you are a strong lion. Roar. There will be joy in the journey. Well, if that's the case, strap yourself into the roller coaster because you are safe and secure in the love of God. Enjoy the ride. Sure, there's going to be thrills, but you get to go up into heavenly places and access his love and come back down and bring it to others. And sure, you might feel like you end up in the same place at the end of the day, but your character has grown. Which do you choose, fear or love? God has established you as beautiful characters on this earth, and I want you to rise up in confidence today. You have a value that is great. You have plans and purposes that will unfold through your life and they will unfold in the most natural ways that he gives to you. The things that you love, he loves. The things that you love doing, he loves doing with you. Unless you know that he really doesn't. And that's what the Holy Spirit does, doesn't he? He comes alongside us and says, that brick I take off and I take off and I rejig and now you're in right order. Allow the people around you to do the same. I can see that in your life. Let's do this, let's do this. All right, 
right order. Just trust each other. You guys are awesome. Alex, I'm going to let you take over. enjoyed today's message. Remember to check us out at baysidechurch.org.au and of course if you're ever in the area please pop in and say good day.